Welcome to the Overcoming the Skills Shortage podcast. This podcast is for law firms looking to better understand the once-in-a-generation skills shortage caused by digital disruption. Based on the Overcoming the Skills Shortage white paper, available on the Leap Legal Software website, this series includes six episodes, each exploring different ways of addressing this issue. Together, we'll look at how law firms can use technology to work smarter, better, and faster. A recent McKinsey report suggests that up to 46% of jobs may be at risk of automation. Junior lawyers are often most at risk, as they earn the lowest fees, and are often trained up doing work which is in the process of being automated. It's a catch-22 for junior lawyers. They don't yet possess the project management, legal expertise, or business development skills to become valuable fee earners in their own right. But senior lawyers are often too busy to dedicate time to training them. Good legal guides, commentaries, and precedents can help junior lawyers learn on the job, giving them the step-by-step practical guidance to upskill in new areas of practice. Senior lawyers are then free to pursue new business, maintain existing client relationships, and work on more complex legal matters, while assisting junior lawyers in a more ad hoc capacity. Hi, I'm Wenny Yap, the Global Communications Lead at Leap. In this episode, we're looking at how we can eradicate the skills shortage by training junior lawyers. With me is Brad Watts, the Managing Director of BioLawyers Australia, who has over 25 years experience as a lawyer in practice. Thanks for joining us, Brad. Thanks, Winnie. It's really nice to be here today. So, Brad, what do you consider to be one of the key benefits of BioLawyers for law firms? I think one of the key benefits of the BioLawyers guides and precedents is that they can be used as tools for training and supervising junior lawyers. Mm. Um, Properly supervising, training and mentoring your junior professional staff, as, as well as simply ensuring the quality of their work requires considerable time and effort on the part of senior practitioners. And and it's not optional. You have a professional obligation to properly supervise, especially for employees in their first two years of practice. Right. The failure to supervise has been held by courts to constitute unsatisfactory professional conduct or even professional misconduct. It's also important for both client relations and risk management that the firm's junior lawyers are adequately supervised in their work. Now, as, as a senior lawyer, whether personally responsible for running the firm or not, there's a lot of pressure and many demands on your time from clients and the other side in client matters and meetings and court attendances, the regulators and referrers. It can be very hard in the cut and thrust of daily practice to find the time required to sit down with your junior solicitor and go through a file, or to workshop what's likely to happen to their matter in court tomorrow. It's a catch-22, right? There's really just not enough time in the day for a good senior lawyer. You almost need to replicate yourself to train junior lawyers to do more of your work and make your life easier. But you also need to just get the work done, preferably yesterday. Yeah, too often it can get to the point where a junior lawyer has to attend on an important client without having a full understanding of the matter and the advice required. Or you end up just throwing a file at someone and telling them to race up to court, but you don't have time to explain what they might encounter when they get there. So that's where the by-lawyers guides can be invaluable. Using our guides effectively reduces the time that needs to be dedicated to supervision. Because our sequential matter plans 
and the associated commentary detail what needs to be done at each step of the process, they ease the pressure of supervision and save both the supervisor and the supervised lawyer lots of time. When the supervisor sits down with their junior lawyer, it's a matter of directing them to follow the matter plan and using the commentary, then checking their progress against the steps in the matter plan, rather than explaining from scratch every step they need to take. The detailed by lawyers commentaries can be accessed in full or just section by section, all from within the leap matter. So users get as much or as little help as they need. Very interesting. So the junior lawyer who has to see the important client can open the leap matter before the meeting, read the relevant by lawyers commentary for the stage of the matter, prepare the necessary documents from the precedents, which are provided on the matter plan, and then be ready and able to impress the client and make the firm look good. Uh, likewise, the junior lawyer who has to run up to court unexpectedly can read the relevant section of the applicable by lawyers litigation commentary, click on the links to the relevant practice directions and then show up at court knowing exactly what they need to tell the judge when their matter is mentioned, even though their supervising solicitor might not have had the opportunity to tell them. So using the by lawyers content really minimises the need for a face-to-face -face supervision? Correct. It doesn't remove it entirely and neither should it. Um, I mean, proper supervision always requires one-on-one -on -one time. But it means, so if I was your supervising solicitor, I can say, well, no, here's, here's the new matter of Smith. Please go to the Guides and Precedents tab in LEAP, click on the Legal Guides, and then follow all the steps under the heading Getting the Matter Underway on the Matter Plan. Produce the necessary documents by using the precedents provided, which will auto-populate from the LEAP matter, and then if you aren't sure about anything, just refer to the relevant part of the commentary for help. And when you've completed the whole section, or if anything happens that you can't handle from the by lawyer's guide, then come back and see me and we'll discuss the next steps. Okay, thanks. I'm off to court or a networking event or to play golf. Right, so it definitely sounds like by lawyer's guides and precedents make supervision easier. Yeah, they really do. Uh, for, the, for the junior lawyer, it enables them to go about their work on client matters with confidence. And for the supervisor, it means you don't have to explain every step of the matter in detail before the junior lawyer can get started. It means you can focus on other things while still fulfilling your supervisory obligations, safe in the knowledge that the work is being done to a consistent and high quality standard. It just takes the pressure off supervision and training and makes it part of the workflow of the firm rather than something for which the principal has to find extra time. Um, actually, I just want to emphasise that point. As, as a busy lawyer in a small practice, there, there is an active disincentive to proper supervision. You feel you just haven't got the time to explain to someone what they need to do. So you end up either throwing the file at the junior lawyer and hoping they can work it out, which is a huge risk, mm. both for the clients and for the firm, or else you end up just doing the work yourself because explaining how to do it will actually take longer than doing it. Now, either way, that's a terrible solution. You are much better off training and supervising the junior lawyer properly so they can do the job competently next time. If you don't, not only are you failing in your supervisory obligation, 
but you're carrying an ongoing risk that an error will be made which will upset the client and potentially come back on the firm. So using the bylaws, guides and precedents, does that oversight work for you and results in a junior lawyer getting the supervision, training and development they need and the principal being able to focus on building client relationships and performing the high level billable work. Well, this is great. It just means that lawyers can get on with what they really need to do. Bringing in business while by lawyers helps to assist with the training of junior lawyers. That's really useful. I suppose looking at the other end of the spectrum, how can by lawyers help law firms access these skilled, experienced lawyers who don't live in the city? Okay, so our content, it's all authored by experienced practitioners who practice in many different areas of law and in all types of law firms right across Australia. Uh, our authors are solicitors, conveyancers, barristers. They work in many different states and cities and regions and towns. Some of them work in virtual law firms uh, or even overseas, using technology to do their work remotely, as many of our subscribers now do. The bylaws authors really are an eclectic and widespread group of senior lawyers with literally thousands of years of legal experience between them. And they, ge they generally have one thing in common, and that is practicality. Our authors are all real lawyers at the coalface, not academics in universities. I liaise with our authors frequently, and, and I travel around the country to meet with them, so I know how practical they are and how committed they are and how much they love doing the work they do, which really comes across in the quality of the content they write for by lawyers. And the benefit for our subscribers is that they get access to all of this expertise. Yep. What goes into the bylawyers' guides is the practical experience and abundant common sense of our authors who are out there working on client matters day to day and know how to deal with the real issues that practitioners face in their practices. The bylawyers' publications allow our subscribers to tap into that experience and know-how wherever it may be located, and to bring it right to their desktop. That's fantastic. So wherever you're located, you'll be able to access experienced lawyers. In your experience, how has bylawyers helped law firms? Well, uh, we, we help law firms all the time in, in lots of ways. Um, probably one that jumps most readily to mind uh, is a firm in a semi-rural area outside of Sydney. Quite a large and successful firm now with two partners and about 15 employees. Uh, one of the partners was previously a paralegal in the firm who, who did conveyancing and some estates work. When she became legally qualified, she decided she wanted to grow the practice by expanding into doing family provision claims. The only problem was she didn't have any experience in that area and no one else in the firm did either. But fortunately, the firm had by lawyers as a companion product in LEAP. So she got stuck into the bylawyers family provision guide, read the detailed commentary, used the drafted precedents, the letters and affidavits, and when she had a more complicated issue, she went to the bylawyers reference guide 101 succession answers for New South Wales and used the links to read the relevant case law. So she just started doing the matters and she taught herself as she went, relying on the experience of the bylawyers authors who have written the commentary and drafted the precedents for her. Now, um, all of that happened about three or four years ago, before I first met her, actually. And when I first visited that firm last year, 
This lady rather proudly told me that she had built a thriving family provision practice and was now supervising three junior lawyers doing that work exclusively, all by using the by-lawyer's guide. Yeah. So there's no doubt in that instance that by-lawyers helped that firm to expand its offering to clients, to train and retain their professional staff, and from the partner's point of view, to enjoy practice more. And I must say, from my experience of firms who use the by-lawyer's guides and precedents as a companion product in LEAP, they generally enjoy practice more. They're better able to train, supervise and develop their staff so that employees feel supported and have clear direction, which makes them more productive and more likely to stick around. Um, the firms who use our guides and precedents are also able to work more efficiently. So they need fewer solicitors and can get more productivity from those they do have, thereby maximising profits and also allowing the professional staff to have a better work-life balance. So I really think the power of by-lawyers as a companion product in LEAP is one of the most effective ways that a small law firm can address a skill shortage and give themselves a competitive edge. Wow, Brad, that's actually really useful. And I think the lawyers listening to this podcast will find it very helpful in terms of how you overcome the skills shortage and and get that competitive edge you need in, in this environment. Well, thank you very much for your insights, Brad. Uh, I really appreciate having you on the podcast. No, it's a pleasure. Now, in our next episode, we'll be speaking to Christina Grasco, Managing Director of Biolawyers UK, who will give us an understanding of these issues from a UK perspective. <laughs>